Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, broadcasting live from the NYC. For the next hour, I'm going to give you the latest on Tom Brady, Chris Brown, Michael Jackson, Sean Paul, Garcelle Bouvet, and a whole lot more. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after these messages. Long ago, you wouldn't think of galloping on a horse while doing calligraphy and you wouldn't have attempted to ride your bike while typing a letter, yet you think you can safely operate a multi-ton vehicle while texting? Behind the wheel is no place to multitask. If you want to BRB, drive now and text later. Lives depend on it. Visit stoptextstoprex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, Noise, and the Ad Council. Here's today's STEM tip. Make your selfies look even better with science. Take your pics at golden hour right before the sun sets. The wavelengths made by the atmosphere create a perfect golden light for that beautiful face of yours. Learn more at She Can STEM. A message from the Ad Council. For the very first time, welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibb, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know more about the show, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way you get a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of today's stories, give me a call. Tell me what you think. The call-in number is 347-637-2656. And press the number one. That's three four seven six three seven two six five six. And press the number one. Also, like us on Facebook. Just go to www.facebook.com/slash-that's-entertainment.radio. Follow us on Twitter at that's entertain one. That's T H A T S entertain and the number one. You can also follow me on Twitter at stiletto fourteen. That's S T I L E T T O and the number fourteen. You can also follow me on the gram at T Jones Gibbs. That's T-J-O-N-E-S-G-I-B-B-S. Right now, the current temperature in the NY is a partly cloudy 68 degrees. And before I get started with the show today, I'd like to give a shout-out to all my listeners out there. Thank you for joining me here on this Wednesday morning, Wednesday afternoon, or even late Wednesday afternoon, wherever you are in the world. Thank you for taking the time out to tune in. So, uh, lots to talk about this week. Um, first and foremost, uh, I have something to talk about as far as that uh, the latest shooting in upstate New York. We're going to be talking about that. Also this week, we're going to be talking about Tom Brady. That's right. He is getting ready to start in a new Netflix series. I'll tell you more about that. Chris Brown has scored a multi-year residency in Las Vegas. I'll tell you the latest. And the estate of Michael Jackson has already announced, along with Sony Music, plans to celebrate the 40th anniversary of Jackson's Thriller album. And Sean Paul is setting the record straight about the rumors involving him and Beyonce. And actress and model Garcelle Bouvet is making waves with her new memoir. So how is everybody doing uh, this week? Uh, for me, I was contemplating on doing a show this week, and for the simple reason about what has happened in upstate New York of the latest shooting, um, you know, I really wasn't going to do a show this week because after I heard about this mass shooting in Buffalo and looking at the news report and looking how many had got killed and who killed these people, I felt very angry, I felt upset, I just, I felt helpless, 
because once again, another mass shooting has occurred here in America where innocent lives are taken away from a racist and a white supremacist. Now, I live here in New York City. Buffalo, New York is about 297 miles away from New York City. If you were to drive there by car, it would take you six hours and 46 minutes to get there. And this, I'm not even going to even give him the luxury to even tell his name on, on this network. All he is is a white supremacist and a racist and a terrorist. He went up there, scouted the area, and took the lives of all these people who were just basically shopping and on a Saturday. You and I, I shop all the time on the weekend. My mother, is. Uh, she always shops. She goes to her wholesale foods, her favorite supermarket. That could have been her. That could have been my aunt. That could have been my husband. It could have been anybody in the same scenario just shopping for the weekend, and some racist comes in and shoots fire and kills innocent lives. And I don't know what we're going to do, because I said, you know, as long as I had this radio show for the past 12-plus years, I said that America is, is... We have to prosecute, we have to call these racists out, we have to take uh, a stand against this racism and white supremacy in this country. And and it's like these, these, these racists feel that they can just get a gun, get armor, get ammunition, and just go anywhere and, and shoot, and if, especially if they're shooting because, it, because they're killing people over hate because of their skin color. And we really got to do something about it. I mean, we talk, talk, talk till the next incident happens. Just like in California, not just in Buffalo, just in California, an Asian man, a Chinese-American man, shot up a, a, a Taiwanese church. And he's Asian and they are Asian because he didn't like them. He didn't like the Taiwanese people. Meanwhile, you're you Chinese, though. You Asian just like they are. This shit, and I don't mean to curse, but it got to end. And that's why it's important that we do critical race theory. Because the, in order for this country to move forward, we got to look at what we did wrong in the past. And if we don't correct it, it's going to continue and continue and continue and continue till somebody in Washington is affected by this. See, these Republicans, they don't care because they're, not, they're never affected by this until somebody in their family, a close relative, is affected by this. I guess that's when they're going to give a damn. I guess that's when they're going to give a damn. You know, and it's just, uh, what is it going to take? What is it going to take for us, and for Africans Americans to uh, just get angry and start retaliating and, 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 and doing vengeance? I mean, we pray, we send condolences, but that's not enough. President Biden was up there uh, uh, in Buffalo on Monday, but he, and even though I voted for Biden, I, I like President Biden, but that's not enough. Those words were a soothing, but it's just not enough. And we have to really do something because it's just this rhetoric, and I blame the last administration, I mean, don't get me wrong, there was always racism in this country, always been. And I even said here on these networks that the United States is the racist most country you're ever going to be in. But we have to start uh, voting, especially African Americans, you got to start voting, you have to get out, you got to vote. And second of all, we got to start taking some leadership role and put an end to this because nobody's helping. Nobody's solving the issue. 
Um, you know, ten people were left dead, three injured. And according to CNN, uh, this 18-year-old white supremacist and terrorist, he traveled 200 miles to this uh, supermarket and live-streamed the violent attack. And that's another thing we got to talk about, social media, allowing people to film this. Law enforcement has labeled the mass shooting a racist hate crime that specifically targeted the black community. And 11 of those 13 shooting victims were black. The authorities have identified the victims as Roberta A. Drury of Buffalo, 32 years old, Marcus D. Morrison, 52, of Buffalo, Andre McNeil, 53, of Auburn, New York, Aaron Salter, from 55, of Lockport, New York, Geraldine Talley, 62, of Buffalo, uh, Celestine Cheney, 65, of Buffalo, Hayward Patterson, 67, from Buffalo. Catherine Massey, 72, of, from Buffalo, New York. Pearl Young, 77 years old, from Buffalo. Ruth, Ruth uh, Whitfield, 86, from Buffalo. Zare Goodman, 20, from Buffalo, but was treated and released from, hot, from the hospital. Uh, Jennifer Warrington, 50, of Tonawanda, New York, was she was treated and released from the hospital and Christopher Braddon, fifty five, uh Lackawanna, New York, uh he had non life threatening injuries. Okay. And according to a statement that was issued by the Erie County District Attorney John J. Flynn, this racist, this terrorist was charged with first degree murder and was scheduled to return he's scheduled to return tomorrow, Thursday morning, May nineteenth, for a felony hearing. He was remanded without bail and if he if he's convicted of the charge, this terrorist faces a maximum sentence of life in prison without parole. And the release described this racist. He was dressed in all this tactical gear and armed with this assault rifle and he shot four people outside the grocery store and an additional nine people inside. Here was he was a college dropout. He wrote wrote a hundred and eighty page manifesto talking about this all this racist rhetoric and hate. And I heard just recently that uh he got a his father gave him a gun for Christmas. So you know that, you know, and then he had, there was red flags. He, in school, he he had uh, posted some things and said some things that put him on a watch list. That was a red flag. He was uh, evaluated and was was released. We got to start, when you see, and that's another thing, you see somebody talking rhetoric about hate and, and suicide and murder, that's a red flag. You, you don't just release that person because there's something seriously wrong. You don't just, oh, okay, um, nothing to see here, and just send him on his merry way. And the parents. There's got to be some consequence. There's got to be some serious actions toward these people because it's going to keep on happening. So that's what I wanted, my opinion about the whole thing and how I was feeling because I, I just, you know, I'm just, and like many of my friends and family, we're just sick of it. And as African Americans and living in this country day by day, dealing with the racism, the sexism, the uh, marginalizing, and and just it, it's got it, it puts a lot of pressure. It, put, it it you know, as far as I know, you know, we you have to be strong because if you're not strong, this will kind of tear you apart. It will mess up with your mind and your mindset mentally. But we have to put some actions in this country. We gotta set some law. We gotta send some. We gotta start putting people in jail. We gotta start just finding out these people and start making some serious, um, some laws. Some we gotta do something. We gotta start coming down on hard on these racists and these white supremacists. 
we really have to do this because it's just and I blame the last administration because because of this last administration it just heightened it even more and has gotten even worse. That's all I got to say about this. Uh, Fifteen minutes after the hour, if you're just tuning in, you listen to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news and celebrity news and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know more about it, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page, and that way you will get a reminder when I broadcast live. Make sure you, we are on Facebook, like our page. Usually I post stories that I'm going to talk about on the show and some stories that I haven't got the time to get around to. Just like us on Facebook. Just go to www.facebook.com slash thatsentertainment.radio. Follow us on Twitter at thatsentertain1. That's T-H-A-T-S, entertain is the number one. You can also follow me on Twitter at stiletto14. That's S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O. And the number 14, you can also follow me on Instagram at T. Jones Gibbs. Uh, Tom Brady is getting ready to star in a new Netflix series. To be the focus of the first installment of the greatest roast of all time called Groat, the Tampa Bay Buccaneer quarterback will also serve as an executive producer for the special. About his participation in the special, the 44-year-old sports star said, quote, to quote my good friend Marshawn Lynn, I'm just here so I won't get fined, unquote. Now, Robbie Praw, Netflix vice president of stand-up and comedy format, is already looking forward to Tom's appearance on the show. Praw said, quote, it's a huge thrill to work with the greatest football player of all time on this project. No one better at taking hits and still coming out on top, so we know the roast will be a breeze for Brady, unquote. Brady will film the show in 2023 after the upcoming NFL season, and the name of those who will roast the sports icon will be confirmed at a later date. Meanwhile, the seven-time Super Bowl champion recently revealed he feels ready for his greatest challenge yet in the NFL. He calls time on his NFL career after 22 seasons, but after reflecting on the situation, he decided a few weeks later to commit to another season with the Buccaneers. Chris Brown has scored a multi-year residency at Dre Las Vegas. In his return to the West Coast City, the R&B star will be the first artist at Dre Live to perform on a custom stage that is transparent and consists of two levels. And although Brown helped Popularized the program after the concert series launched in 2015, Dre hopes his self-designed set will lead to an enhanced concert experience. As part of the residency, Brown will run through his greatest hits while also performing tracks from his forthcoming album, Breezy. Tickets for Brown's residency premiere, which will take place on June 11, are currently available via Dre website. Additional shows for Brown residency will be announced at a later date. Early this month, Chris Brown announced plans to release his 10th studio album, Breezy. And in June, the entertainment took to Instagram to give fans an idea of what they can expect from his forthcoming effort. And this is what Chris Brown said on uh, his Instagram post. He said, quote, not going to lie, it takes a different type of love mixed with heartbreak from some of these songs on my album." So ahead of time, thank you, with the praying hands emoji. And the, the estate of Michael Jackson and Sony Music has announced plans to celebrate the 40th anniversary of Jackson's Thriller with Thriller 40, a double CD set that's set to release on November 18th. The anniversary package of the album will include one disc featuring the original Thriller album and another with unreleased song recorded for the album. The news, which comes on the heels of Maxwell's rendition of Jackson, The Lady in My Life, at the 2022 Billboard Music Awards on Sunday night, marks the latest commemoration of Jackson's landmark sixth studio effort, which in regards as the most commercially successful album of all time. Released on November 30, 1982, Thriller peaked at number one on the Billboard 200, spending 37 non-consecutive weeks at atop the chart, a record that yet to be broken. 
producing several hit singles, including The Girl Is Mine, Billie Jean, Beat It, Want to Be Starting Something, Human Nature, PYT, Pretty Young Thing, and Thriller. The album will earn Jackson eight Grammy Awards and has a vast worldwide sell north of $100 million, making Thriller the best-selling album of all time. As part of the release, different retailers in the U.S. will sell select versions of the album. In the U.S., Walmart will sell an exclusive version of the original Thriller album with an alternate 40th anniversary cover. Target will also have an exclusive version of the original album with a commemorative Thriller 40 vinyl slip mat included in the package. Each version of the anniversary release will also be available outside the U.S. through various retailers. In addition to the anniversary release of the album, new Thriller 40 merchandise is currently available exclusively through the MichaelJackson.com web store. Mobile Fidelity, which is mastering the Thriller 40 packages using the original analog master tapes of Thriller, is releasing a limited edition run of Thriller as a 33 RPM LP with only 40,000 numbered copies being pressed as well as a hybrid super audio CD. Mobile Fidelity has also announced plans to release an ultra-disc 2LP set of Thriller 40 at a later date. Sean Paul set the record straight about rumors involving himself and Beyonce when they collaborated for for the 2003 smash hit Baby Boy. During a new interview, Sean addressed speculation that he and the pop diva, who was dating her now husband Jay-Z at the time, hooked up. Insisting that their relationship never escalated to more than a working relationship, Sean told the Daily Beast, quote, nah, I wish I I did. She's beautiful. And he also claimed that they only performed the song three times together, ever. The Jamaican musician went on to explain that... uh, that Beyonce had a few hits with Destiny Child, and they would do the Caribbean, but they didn't really hang out. And he, Sean Paul said that he always admired Beyonce and her music, because she's, and he said that she was beautiful, and when he heard that Beyonce was stepping out on her own and wanted to do a single, he was like, hell effing yeah. Uh, the hookup rumors got really crazy to the point that Beyonce confronted Sean Paul when they performed at the MTV Europe Music Award in November of the same year. And this is what he said. He said, uh, this is what Sean Paul said. He said that Beyonce was pissed, and I was like, I need to speak to you. So they go back and talk, and Beyonce is like, well, what's, what's all all these rumors about? So he was like, uh, Sean Paul said, like, yo, I'm not saying that. And she's like, um these rumors f with my career. I just want you to know that. And even though Sean told Beyonce that the rumors weren't coming from him, he claimed he was eventually distanced from the pop star. He said that it was weird because he said he said maybe it had something to do with her management at the time. And despite that, the uh, the uh, reggae star has no regrets working with uh, Beyonce. Um, he said that the baby boy was a big, fat, sexy song. And he added that they managed to create this sexy video, sexy song, and a lot of sexy rumors despite performing the song only a handful of times together. So, yeah, I don't think it was the management team. I think maybe Sean Paul probably felt a certain way, like, because she was really upset about it. So he probably said, you know what, let me keep my distance, you know, let it be, because, you know, I guess she didn't want to mess up her, not only her career, but her relationship with Jay-Z, because she, you know, they were dating at the time. They had just started dating. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, actress and model Garcelle Bouvet has been making waves with her new memoir, Love Me As I Am, in which she documented her life journey while revealing tidbits involving various encounters with some of the biggest names in sports and entertainment. One name that pops up in the book is comedian Bill Cosby, as Bouvet landed one of her earliest roles after appearing on The Cosby Show in 1984. Bouvet, who was 18 year, years old at the time, 
touch on her experience working with Cosby in Love Me As I Am, but recently detailed her run-in with the accused sexual predator at his home during an appearance on Bevy Smith's Sirius XM show, Bevelation. Bouvet told Smith, quote, I felt like when I got to his brownstone that I wasn't the only one there besides him. There was something eerie about not knowing if there's anybody else in the house and then having, you know, him asking me if I want a drink and I wasn't a drinker. So it was all those things. And then something told me, get out of there. And that's exactly what I did, unquote. According to Boulet, she decided not to report the incident at the time in fear that she, she'd be accused of attempting to leverage her allegations for an opportunity to benefit her career. However, in light of the passage of time and being in a different space in life, she decided to share her own experience in her book. Love Me As I Am is available to purchase on Amazon and everywhere where books are sold. Right now we uh, have here uh, 26 minutes uh, after the hour. Uh, Coming up, we're going to be talking about Wendy Williams. Uh, Apparently the staff, her old staff, is reportedly debating over her return to the show. I'll tell you more about that. And actor Ryan Gosling has been added to the cast lineup of The Fall Guy. Tell you more about that. And Nick Cannon said he's going to stop pre-procreating at one point, though he hasn't been decided yet. He hasn't decided on it yet. And uh, Sarah Jessica Parker has given some more insight into the current nature of her relationship with Chris North. And uh, Travis Scott... Uh, through his foundation, has awarded $1 million in scholarships for students at HBCUs. All those stories and more coming up after the break, so don't go anywhere.
News and pop culture every Wednesday afternoon with the host Tammy Jones Gibbs right here on Block Talk Radio. Right now we got 26 minutes left remaining in the show. That was the latest from Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack, better known as Silk Sonnet. They do an, did an excellent rendition of Confunction's hit from the 70s called Love Train. And they did a fantastic job at the BBMAs on Sunday night where they performed that song. So, uh, yeah, nothing like the oldies and goodies. Yes, indeed. Uh, before we went to the music break, I was telling you about uh, Wendy Williams. Apparently, uh, Wendy Williams' staff is reportedly debating over her return to the Wendy Williams show for its upcoming final episode before being replaced with Sherry Shepard's new show, Sherry. Now, some staffer insisted that the daytime talk show queen deserves some kind of farewell, while others are still traumatized by her alleged erratic behavior. And... Um, a lot of people on the staff, according to Page Six, a source close to the production team, told Page Six that there's talk of how to say goodbye, and a lot of people on staff feel like they should be a tribute to Wendy or some kind of farewell. Uh, the insider further noted that at the end of the day, it's her show, and she's not there for it. The source later shared that staffers are angling for her to return for the last episode because they have all these fond memories. Meanwhile, a separate source revealed that staffers are still traumatized over Wendy's alleged erratic behavior in recent years. And when Sherry's new show premieres in September, she will inherit the majority of Wendy's production team. And while it's not confirmed, the former The View co-host is expected to guest host the last episode of The Wendy Williams Show. Of Sherry's hosting duties for the last episode of the daytime show, a source told Page Six that's a bit awkward because she's the one replacing her. And a separate insider spilled that the show final episode is scheduled to air on June 17, adding that Sherry is returning to guest host, but the last day production is not set. Earlier this month, Wendy told Fat Joe that she won't be watching Sherry's new show. Instead of being mad, Sherry was truly concerned for Wendy. Shepard said, quote, this when you need your friends. You need your family. You need people who love you. So all I can do over here is pray for Wendy, unquote. 
And upon learning of Cherry's response, Wendy said that she loved the chance to actually speak with Cherry and sit down and meet. And responding to Sherry claims that she's not well, Wendy insisted that she's in good spirits and has tons of support around her while she's working on projects. Ryan Gosling has been added to the cast lineup of The Fall Guy. The La La Land star is to star in the big screen adaptation of the 80s classic, playing the lead role of a Hollywood stuntman who has a side hustle as a bounty hunter. The 41-year-old actor has previously played a stuntman in the 2011 action flick Drive. Lee Majors played the part in the original series, which ran between 1981 and 1986. As filming is to take place in Australia, the federal government and the New South Wales state authorities will throw millions at the flick. Federal Minister for Communication, Urban Infrastructure, City and the Arts, Paul Fletcher, the movie will bring the local economies $171 million and provide 1,000 Australians with jobs on set. In 2013, Dwayne The Rock Johnson was reported to be in talks to bring the TV show to life on the big screen. What's more, Nicolas Cage was also previously attached to the role. Ryan's upcoming movies include playing Ken in the live-action Barbie film and in uh, The Gray Man. Nick Cannon will stop procreating at one point, though it hasn't been decided yet. The uh, multi-hibernate star has admitted to considering a vasectomy after having seven kids because he doesn't want to populate the earth. The 41-year-old who is currently expecting his eighth kid talked about his plans of expanding his family in an interview with E! News, Daily Pop, which was on yesterday, uh, Tuesday, May 17th. And while he feels blessed with the gifts of children, he shared that he would eventually take a break from making babies. He added that he already went and got his vasectomy consultation. Uh, Cannon said he's not looking to populate the earth completely, but he's definitely looking forward to taking care and loving all the children that he currently has. Now, Nick went on speaking about enlisting his ex-girlfriend, Jessica White, for the racy cover of his upcoming mixtape, Raw and B, The Explicit Tape. Calling Jessica a creative, brilliant mind, Nick said not only will she be an inspiration for his latest musical output, but she will help with the photos, direct a short film, and a video for the project. Nick has uh, has seven children from four different women. His son Zen, whom he shared with model Alyssa Scott, died of a brain cancer. Died of brain cancer at five months old. In January of this year, he announced he that he is expecting a boy with model Bree uh, Ticey. And Sarah Jessica Parker has given more insight into the current nature of her relationship with actor Chris North after he was hit with sexual assault allegations. In a new interview, the actress admitted that she hasn't spoken to him since the accusations that were made against him by multiple women. The pair play couple Carrie Bradshaw and Mr. Big on Six Sex in the City, the two spinoff movies, and the recent reboot, and just like that, until the accusation were brought to light and Chris' character was killed off in one episode of the latter series. In a new interview with The Hollywood Reporter, the 57-year-old actress admitted she's not ready to discuss those allegations, but she confirmed she's not spoken to her former co-star since. Uh, Sarah Jessica, who is also the executive producer of And Just Like That, says she doesn't know if she's ready to talk about it. Sarah Jessica and her co-star Cynthia Nixon and Kristen Davis released a joint statement at the time. In it, they said that they had been left deeply saddened by the allegations and praised his accusers for having the strength to speak out. Travis Scott has through the, his foundation, awarded $1 million in scholarships for students at the historical black colleges and universities. The Cactus Jack Foundation has awarded the money to 100 members of the graduation class of 2022, with $10,000 scholarship being given to seniors who have reached academic excellence while facing financial adversity. 
The Cactus Jack Foundation was founded to enrich the lives of young people by providing access to education and creating resources. Jordan Webster, who is the project manager for the Cactus Jack Foundation's Wayman Webster Scholarship Fund, and Travis Sister feels proud of the foundation and what it's already been able to achieve. Miley Cyrus is to front her New Year's Eve party for NBC again this year. The Wrecking Ball hitmaker landed her own TV special to celebrate the turning of the year from 2021 to 2022, and now the broadcasters have confirmed her show will be back again on December 31st. For her first special, Miley co-hosts the show live from Miami along with Pete Davidson, though it's not known yet if the Saturday Night Live comic will be back again this year. NBC, in the meantime, has confirmed Lorne Michaels will be returning as executive producer. In uh, the 2021 Miley New Year's Eve party featuring performances from the star's sister, Noah Cyrus, as well as Saweetie, Anita, Jack Harlow, Brandy Carlisle, Green Days, Billy Joe Armstrong, and more, attracted a total of 40, no, I'm sorry, it attracted a total of 4.4 million viewers. And Camilla Cabello will make her reality TV judging debut soon. The former Fifth Harmony member announced on TikTok that she will join Blake Shelton, John Legend, and Gwen Stefani on the judging panel of The Voice Season 22. Camilla joined the new lineup to replace Kelly Clarkson, who has served as a coach for the last eight seasons of the NBA uh, the NBC singing competition show. The former American Idol winner has yet to address her departure, but a source claims she exited the show because she wanted to spend more time with her two children, seven-year-old River and five-year-old Remington. And DJ Khaled has opened up about working on his new record. In a new interview, the I'm the One hitmaker revealed that he recorded his new album at home so he could spend time with his family. The music star is preparing to release his 13th record, and Tease is going to be even bigger than anything he has done before. DJ Khaled went on to admit it's been a lot of hard work, but he's excited to finally be able to share his new music with the world. The music star has yet to confirm the album name or when it's going to be released. His latest record, his last record rather, Khaled Khaled, dropped in April of 2021 and featured appearances from artists including Cardi B and Jeremiah. And Eric Clapton has tested positive for the coronavirus. The 77-year-old music legend who has previously told how he has lost friends and music pals due to his anti-lockdown stance has has postponed a number of his European concerts after testing positive for COVID, but it is hoped he will be sufficiently recovered by the end of the week. A post on his Facebook page read like this, Quote, postponement of shows in Zurich and Milan. The statement continues that Eric Clapton is unfortunately suffering from COVID, having tested positive shortly after the second concert at the Royal Albert Hall. Unquote. The Facebook post stated that further announcements will be made concerning the rescheduling of the postponed shows once suitable dates can be identified. It concluded that the show are due to be rescheduled within the next six months and tickets purchased will remain valid for the new rescheduled date. The Tears in Heaven hitmaker, who has been double jabbed, performed at London's Royal Albert Hall on May 7th and 8th. Both shows were originally due to be played in May of 2021, but had to be rescheduled due to COVID. Right now we have uh, 15 minutes left remaining in the show. I'm going to also take another music break, and I'll be back with the last remaining stories of the day, so don't go anywhere. From the past, you can see the dark in a frame. You're the poster up on the wall. My dreams, you're the best, and I'm at the wall. Fairy tales and the future. Oh, tell me questioning what have you done to me? Used to be out of reach. Feel like you're testing me. You're the new fantasy. Pull cord press on me. Don't mess this up. Don't. 
That was from my girl, Ella May. Her latest called DFMU. Right now we have here 11 minutes left remaining in the show. And for the last remaining stories of the day, uh, singer Kilani is back on the road. She's uh, taking to social media uh, that the Good Life singer revealed the dates of her third headlining tour, Blue Water Road Trip, which will visit cities in North America, U.K., and Europe. Keilani will kick off the 2022 World Tour on July 30th at the Red Hat Amphitheater in Raleigh, North Carolina. They are set to make stops in cities like Atlanta, Boston, Detroit, Chicago, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, and more before concluding it will uh, it was with a final show. Matter of fact, the concluding show will be in Honolulu, Hawaii, Waikiki Shell on October 21st. Bad Bunny's new album, Unverano Sinti, is a huge success as his debut at number one on the Billboard 200 album chart, marking the musician's second chart-topping album. The album marks the year's biggest week for any album and the second all-Spanish-language album after Bad Bunny owned El, Untu, uh, El Ultimo Tour del Mundo, which was released back in 2020. Uh, back to the chart, number two is occupied by Future's I Never Liked You, which falls from number one in its second week. And trailing behind is another new entry of the week, Jack Harlow's Come Home, The Kids Miss You. It debuts at number three, marking the musician's highest charting album yet. Uh, Morgan, Morgan Whalen, former leader of Dangerous, the double album, meanwhile, descends one uh, range from number three to number four. And Olivia Rodrigo's Sour stays at number five after earning uh, 32,000 units. And speaking of Morgan Whaling, uh, he made his return to the Billboard Music Awards stage on Sunday, May 15th, after being banned from the ceremony last year due to his racial slur scandal. Some viewers, however, were not happy with the decision as they took to Twitter to slam his performance at the award-given event. Uh, one... Uh, 
Twitter, uh, one uh, Twitter user said, uh, quote, F Morgan Wheeling and this Jim Crow music. With what just happened in Buffalo, we couldn't we could have cut him from the lineup. Again, referring to the racial motivated attack in Buffalo on Saturday that killed ten people. Uh, they also said, "Uncancel my ass." Uh, that's the problem now. We're always giving out second chances for MFs to play in our faces. Another Twitter uh, user wrote, "Quote: Is Billboard really supporting and promoting this racist prick?" Uh, some other people also criticized Sean P. Diddy Combs for alleged uh, by contradicting the act, saying that Diddy gives an award to for activism against racism while simultaneously giving platforms to Morgan Whalen. At the 2022 Billboard Music Award, Morgan hit the stage to sing two songs, Wasted on You and Don't Think Jesus. Uh, the latter is a track about a boy turning to religion following a regrettable, shameful action. Uh, Morgan was banned from attending a, uh, or performing at the 2021 Billboard Music Awards after a video emerged featuring the country singer using a racist and anti-black slur. And despite that, he still won three awards at the 2021 BBMAs. He was then suspended indefinitely by his label, Big Loud Records, following his use of the racist language. And in the aftermath of the scandal, his music was pulled from country radio, in addition to him being taken out of a contention for the 2021 Country Music Awards and the 2021 American Music Awards. And, uh, oh, on what would have been his 50th birthday, the notorious B.I.G. will be honored by New York City. The city will pay tribute to the iconic hip-hop star with a special ceremony on May 21st. To mark the birthday of the Brooklyn-born rap legend who was killed in a drive-by shooting in March of 1997, the 20, uh, he would have been 20, uh, at the age of 24, uh, that's when he was killed, uh, the Empire State Building will change its lights colors to red and white with a crown spinning on its mask to honor the iconic star. A special ceremony will also be held at the Empire State Building on May 20th with a host of friends and collaborators, including Little Kim, Little C's, and Valletta Wallace, the rapper's mother, will gather to remember the rap legend and to celebrate his legacy. In Brooklyn, the Barclays Center will remember Biggie Live by featuring a video montage of his records on the display above the arena's entrance. What's more, the New York City Public Transportation Agency is set to release a special edition Metro card on May 21st that featured the juicy hitmaker. The notorious B.I.G., whose real name was Christopher Wallace, rose to stardom alongside Sean P. Diddy Combs in the early 90s. Diddy previously admitted that the money, the fame, and the success lost all meaning for him following the death of his good friend. And the Billboard Music Awards has handed out all trophies in 64 categories for his 2022 edition. Coming out victorious uh, Sunday night was Olivia Rodrigo, who led the pack with seven wins, followed by Kanye West and Drake with six and five, respectively. The Good For You songstress was named Top New Artist and Top Female Artist of the Year. She also won Top Hot 100 Artist, Top Streaming Song Artist, Top Radio Songs Artist, and Top Billboard Global 200 Artist, while her debut studio album, Sour, was chosen as top Billboard 200 album. Drake nabbed the biggest award of the night, top artist, winning over Rodrigo, Doja Cat, Taylor Swift, and The Weeknd. He additionally backed top male artist, top rap artist, top rap male artist, and top rap album for Certified Lover Boy. Yay, meanwhile, thrived in the gospel and Christian music category thanks to his album Donda, which was picked as top Christian album and top gospel album. He was named top Christian artist and top gospel artist, while his song Hurricane was chosen as top Christian song and top gospel song. Taylor Swift made appearance in a few country categories thanks to her re-recorded album Red, Taylor's version, which was named Top Country Album. She also won Top Country Artist, Top Country Female Artist, and Top Billboard 200 Artist. 
and K-pop group and global sensation BTS also scored several prizes after earning the most domination of any duo group in BBMA history with seven. The seven-piece won top duo group, top song sales artist, and top selling song for their hit Butter. Other artists winning multiple awards at the Sunday, May 15th ceremony included the kid Leroy and Justin Bieber, Doja Cat, and Bad Bunny. Meanwhile, The Weeknd, who was the most nominated act with 17, ended up taking home only one prize, which was top R&B male artist. Mary J. Blige was presented with the Icon Award with 14-year-old activist Mari Copini, best known for raising awareness about the Flint water crisis, which was honored with Changemaker Award. And Sean P. Diddy Combs hosted the event, which was held at the MGM Grand Garden Arena in Las Vegas. And speaking of P. Diddy, um, he may be a lot of things, but he is apparently not a good MC. The hip-hop mogul has been mercilessly mocked by social media users who dubbed him the worst host ever following his 2022 Billboard Music Awards gig. While hosting the Saturday, May 15 event, the rapper shamelessly self-promoted his new music, Ciroc Vodka, Sun and other business endeavors, which made him come across as extremely arrogant. Some others found it cringy that he tried to be funny but failed. Now, this is what some Twitter users had said. They said, quote, P. Diddy is the worst host I have ever seen on TV. He just couldn't shut up, and he won't, he won't funny like just read the damn prompt and get off. He was so cringe every time. He was so cringe every time. Uh, this is what one person reacted to Dizzy, Diddy's hosting gigs, and another person said, Diddy is the worst host i ever seen in my life. Another viewer tweeted, please get Twi- Diddy off the stage, while a fourth critic expressed on Twitter saying, okay, I'm five minutes into the BBMAs, and P. Diddy hasn't stopped celebrating himself and how fabulous he is. That's not what I tuned for, in for. His hosting skills aside, Diddy also faced backlash after Morgan Whaling received an award at the 2022 BBMAs following his N-word scandal. Uh, Diddy gives an award for activism against racism while simultaneously giving platform to Morgan Whaling. That's what one person had remarked. And prior to the award-given ceremony, Diddy, who also served as executive producer for the show, declared that he was uncanceling the cancel by booking Whaling and Travis Scott to perform at the event. And the Diamond Princess officially has her own day. Over the weekend, Trina was honored with Trina Day in her hometown of Miami and given the key to the city. Complex reported a block party was held Sunday in her original neighborhood of Liberty City, where Miami Mayor Francis Suarez presented her with a key and official proclamation. Mayor Suarez wrote on Instagram, quote, it was our pleasure to give the key to the city to Trina for her impact and legacy as a Miami artist. Happy Trina Day. Trina was also given a plaque in honor of her mother who died of breast cancer in 2019. And uh, one of the men involved in providing late rap star Mac Miller the counterfeit drug that caused his death has been sentenced to 17.5 years in federal prison and five years of supervised release. On Monday, Stephen Walters stood before a U.S. district judge for sentencing after previously agreeing to to serve 17 years in a federal prison under a plea deal he struck with federal prosecutors. However, due to the proposed plea failing below federal guidelines, Judge Wright rejected Walters' initial plea agreement, instead tackling on an additional uh, six-month sentence as well as a five-year of supervised release, which Walter did. Uh, while Walter, while, while he was being remorseful, maintained that he was under belief that the counterfeit oxy, uh, oxycodone pills in, he ordered uh, to, from dealer Rav, Ryan Revis, who was previously sentenced to 11 years in prison in connection with Miller's death, to deliver to Cameron Petit, who ultimately gave them to the late rap star, were for Petit's personal use and not Miller's. 
Walter also uh, denied knowingly continuing to sell the counterfeit pills after having knowledge of Miller's death. Still, Walter's statement fell on deaf ears as Judge Wright questioned the uh, validity of his claim while pointing to the deadlines of the deadliness of uh, fentanyl-laced drugs while giving his judgment. Mac Miller uh, passed away on September 7, 2018, from a lethal cocktail of fentanyl, cocaine, and alcohol. And this is according to the Los Angeles County Medical Examiner and Coroner. He was 26 years old at the time of his death. Well, that is going to do it for me for uh, this week. Uh, tune in next time when we do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs. Have a great week. Make sure you stay safe, everyone. Make sure you stay safe, and I'll talk to you next time. Take care.